In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams. I'm director of ministry for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you, not welcome, welcome you to today's broadcast. Well, folks, we're going to talk about something today, and I want to start out with scripture again um, before we get into all of this, and, and here it is. If I do the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin that dwells in me. Paul said that in Romans 7 when he talked about the law. He even describes himself as being sold as a slave to sin. He cried out, what a wretched man am I? Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Well, the folks at Regeneration Ministries They understand the shame and bondage that come with habitual sin, like unwanted sexual behavior. Like Paul, they know that Jesus is the one, the only one, who can rescue us from our sin. They work alongside with the local church to equip men, women, and families to learn and live God's good, holy, and beautiful design for sexuality. And we want to talk to them about it. And of course, here to get us started to introduce our guest for the day is my good friend, my co-host, of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Hey, buddy, here we are again, man. Good to see you. That's right. You know, Dennis, I'm sure most of our listeners can relate to this moment, but I know that you and I can relate to this moment, those moments in life where we have desires and they seem to conflict with what God's desires is for our life, right? And there's a sort of tension. You mean that happens, man? It happens in my life. I know it happens in your (laughs) life, and I'm pretty sure it happens in all of our lives. And in that moment, in that tension, there can be this sort of question that comes up, like, how can this be good if God wants something different than what I want? But we know the truth is that God's desires for us is always good, even, even, here's the thing, if it doesn't feel that way in the moment. And the gospel, the truth of the gospel is that, God sent Jesus, his son, to this earth to be born of the Virgin Mary, to live a spotless, sinless life for over 30 years and die a sinner's death on the cross and then rise victorious over sin, death, and the grave so that anyone who would choose to believe on Jesus Christ could accept the penalty he paid for our sin and be put back into right relationship with God. That is the good news. The name of the show is called The Good News for the City, and that is the anchor for all things in our life, but especially in moments where our desires and God's desires don't really line up. We go back to this moment and say, if God asked me to live this way, especially when what we're going to talk about today, if God asked me to behave a particular way sexually, but I want to behave another way, even if it doesn't feel right to me, I can trust that God is not out there to punish me. God is not out there to hurt me. And that God isn't about just restricting my behavior for kicks and giggles. In fact, he loves me. We see that in giving Jesus. So the things that he asks us, even if we don't always understand the why behind it, we can trust the who behind it. 
And to join us today to talk about a ministry called Regeneration Ministries, speaking into what you've already talked about today, how do we deal with some of those unwanted sexual desires, is Kyle Bowman. Kyle is a native Washingtonian. She was raised in a Christian home, but she didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. She spent 11 years trying to find life in some place other than Jesus, and she tried to find it in a same-sex relationship. But through the love, care, and prayers of family and friends, she sensed the Lord calling her into a personal relationship with him, understanding the gospel and the truth and what Jesus had done for her. And so part of her journey to wholeness was finding Regeneration Ministries, which we'll talk about today. After attending one of their programs, she became active as a small group leader. And in 2014, she was asked to join their staff. Today, she serves as the D.C. Metro Director for Regenerations out of their Northern Virginia office in Fairfax. Her Her duties include spiritual coaching, teaching for ministry programs, helping develop ministry resources as well. She has a bachelor's in communication from Bowie State, certificate in biblical studies, and a master's in Christian counseling and discipleship from Capital Seminary and Graduate School in her spare time. She pursues her passion for genealogy and spending time with her four-legged friend, Nico. So uh, thanks for taking some time away from Nico and spending time with two-legged friends like me and Dennis today. Kyle, we're glad to have you on the show. It is so good to be here with you and Dennis today. Yeah. Well, we jokingly say a lot. It's always nice when people say that up front. It's even better when they say that at the end after we finish our conversation. So here's hoping today, right? So we just mentioned. I wrote that down at that moment, Brian, just to see if this is still the case. (laughs) That's right. Well, we just mentioned Regeneration Ministries, www.regenerationministries.org. But let's talk about Regeneration Ministries. How does Regeneration Ministries or how did Regeneration Ministries rather get it started? So Regeneration Ministries was started by a gentleman by the name of Alan Mediger. Alan was a married man with children, but he was acting out homosexually. Mm -hmm. And through a friend of his, a friend invited him to a prayer meeting one day and the Lord radically changed his life. Mm. He, and so he turned his life around and he realized, he said, Hey, I can't be the only person. Mm. That's walking this walk. So he then started a small group, which evolved to Regeneration Ministries. That started in Baltimore, which is we still have an office in the Baltimore area. And then uh, we also expanded to the D.C. metro area. Right. So let's talk about Regeneration Ministries a little bit. That's how it started. What exactly happens at Regeneration Ministries? And you have a personal connection in being blessed by Regeneration Ministries before you became employed by Regeneration Ministries. Tell us that story. So uh, I came to Regeneration Ministries, as you noted earlier, I had spent 11 years involved in same-sex relationship and came and went through one of the programs. So Regeneration has programs that people can go through. Um, And we're not just restricted to same-sex attraction. Initially, that's what the ministry was started for. But now we have actually expanded to much larger than that. So we're helping people who are dealing with uh, pornography addictions, maybe um, residual effects from sexual, physical, emotional, spiritual abuse, um, Mm -hmm. issues with a betrayal by a marriage partner. Uh, So we've expanded so much beyond just same-sex attraction. Uh, So I came through, went through one of the programs, um, but people can also, if they aren't able to go through a program, you can meet one-on-one with a spiritual coach. And this is a person who's going to just walk with you through whatever issues you are facing 
and do it in a Christ-centered way. We're going to always point you back to Jesus. Um, we're not going to just throw uh, scripture at you. We're going to really walk you through your story, your life story, and allow Jesus to meet you at every point in your story. In just a few moments, we'll kind of dig in a little bit more about the coaching and what that looks like, because I love that personal aspect of what you're talking about, because I think sometimes when the word program is used, and it's a completely appropriate word to use, but sometimes we come up with this sort of um, sterile touch, you know, or check the box sort of approach to to healing. And that's really not at all what is happening here at Regeneration Ministries. In fact, you have this saying that says, go after the healer. Yes. Not the healing. Uh, I find that very interesting that you say that. What do you mean by that? So, so often when people come and they, they have brokenness in their lives, the first question is, okay, tell me what to do. Give me the steps. Mm-hmm. Give, give me A, B, C, D so that I get the certificate That's and right. I can go Mary yeah, none of us, life. none of us type a Washington Metro area. People know at all what that's about, right? Give me <laughs> the checklist. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so often that's what people hope and look for. But what we at regeneration always say, like Jesus is the one who's going to do the work. We're not. Mm-hmm. And so if you pursue a more intimate relationship with your savior, then he's going to be the one to do the transforming work in your life. He's going to be the one to direct you to how you need to walk this walk out. And so we always want to point people back to the Lord because he's the one with the answer. As opposed to chasing your healing, you will always end up doing. You'll become a human doing instead of a human being. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we want. We want to see that intimate relationship with the Lord. I love that human doing versus human being. Recently, a friend of mine introduced me to another conversational piece around that when he says, you have your to-do list. Do you have your to-be list? Mm. And the fact that we talk about how we approach the day and that sort of checkbox. And I love the focus here that you're talking about. The healer, focus on the healer, actually isn't the individual, but it's Jesus who is our healer. In fact, John chapter 15 makes it very, very clear, unless we are abiding in a deep relationship with him, the life that he wants for us and actually calls us to live is, is not possible to live without his help. And so pushing to that over and over again is, is such a graceful way to talk about how Jesus offers you more than just a checkbox healing. He offers you himself in relationship as the healer. So let's go back then to what we're talking about as coaching. When someone comes into this sort of coaching relationship, what can what can they expect in a moment like this that may be different than a paradigm they already have in their head or maybe exactly like they're thinking? Well, I think that what they can expect, number one, is compassion and grace and truth in love. Mm -hmm. Uh, They they don't have to worry about someone trying to, uh, quote unquote, fix them. Uh, Yes. Because so often people come into these situations expecting someone's going to tell them a whole bunch of things they need to do, and then they go do them. But this is really about how do you engage Jesus with your story, with your hurt, with your pain, with your struggles, with the things that bring you joy, with the things that give you sorrow? How do you engage Jesus at every point in that and allow him into the places where there was significant wounding and harm and pain and sin? And so we want people to feel like they are invited into something very different than just 
sitting across from someone who is just going to tell them what they need to do. And that's just encouraging. Reminds me of a, it reminds me of a song. I don't, I think it's mercy me. Um, and they say the hurt and the healer collide. And that's mm. kind of what it feels like when you said that that's where the hurt and the healer collide. So that's kind of, that's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's mercy me too. I got to work on my uh, Christian music reminder. There. But well, I'll go Google that after the show, but you know, I love what you said, Kyle, there, though, talking about, you know, this idea, expect compassion and grace and truth and love, because so many people uh, who've gone through any sort of difficulty or challenge are already at the end, of, uh, you know, have their own fear or been shamed so much or anger, been hurt. So, you know, those things are, are hard enough, especially if you come into an environment where I loved how you said truth in love. To not speak the truth is not loving, but how we deliver the truth also matters. There's a, yes. there's a statement I've used on the show before. I use it in my family. I use it in my church at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Is simply this, is that we want to tell the truth, but we also don't want to wrap the truth around a brick and throw it through the window of someone's soul. Yes. You know, yeah. how, how do we deliver truth in a way uh, like Jesus would deliver it? And so I, I love that we talk about the compassion and grace. Those are aspects of Jesus that shows up in these programs. So when we talk about programs and the coaching, I think you've mentioned some already, but just in case I've missed a few, what are some of these programs and, and opportunities you offer there at Regeneration Ministries? So we have a program called Rescue, which is uh, for men uh, with unwanted sexual behavior. We have a wives group, which is for women who have experienced um, spousal betrayal. Um, and that could be through infidelity. It could be through pornography addiction or some other um, means where they have been betrayed by a spouse. Mm -hmm. We have um, a group called Oasis. That is a group for women who are struggling with pornography addiction. Um, people, a lot of people are surprised to know um, that pornography addiction among women is on the rise and particularly even among Christian women. So we have a safe place for women to come for that. And then uh, what I would call our um, larger group or more intense group is called Path Through the Wilderness. That's a 23-week program. And that just walks people step by step through some of the hurts and pains that they have suffered. They get to, to get a new perspective of who Jesus is, who God is who the Holy Spirit is, how they have been affected by the sin that has been committed against them, how they've mm -hmm. been affected by the sin that they have committed and how they can then walk, get into a place in where they walk into healthy community. Um, and so that's one of our biggest programs um, that has been very, very successful for us. Now you have a podcast and a newsletter as well at Regeneration Ministries. Are these some of the topics that you cover in that newsletter cover, and podcast or yes, what other sort of we, things you cover? We cover these topics um, in, in the podcast. You'll hear things about intimacy, about desire, about unwanted sexual behavior, same-sex attraction, um, marital issues, um, identity. And we even offer some video resources. We just released um, two new video resources or actually three. One is called Reframing Desire. That's mm -hmm. one that can be used is good for parents is how are you walking with your children in a culture um, that is so sexually saturated? Uh, 
that's a resource, a video resource that's available. We also have one that's called Becoming a Woman of Integrity and one called Becoming a Man of Integrity. And these are for men and women who have struggled with unwanted sexual behavior and are looking to get on the path to wholeness. Uh, there is a, um, an ebook available online there for singles. It's called A Celebration of Singleness. So often in the church, sometimes um, marriage is held up to such a high standard that we as singles don't always um, feel as though we are noticed and seen within the church. And so this is a, a resource for singles. And there is a new resource that will uh, be available uh, in a couple of weeks, our executive director, Joshua Glazer, along with his co-author, have written a book called Treading Boldly. And this is, again, a, a resource for parents. How do you help your children walk through a world that is just so saturated with pornography? Boy, you said so much there just in a very short statement. Two things. One, you know, I, my first job in ministry was a pastor of young single adults. Uh, you know, and I didn't think it was young, 22 to 35 year old back then, but it feels very young back then. And <laughs> one of the things that we would often talk about is that the hidden culture of a church often makes you because the way we talk, the way we do things make that there's something off about you if you're not married. And yes. then what happens in that yes. moment goes into the second thing you said is that the enemy is always about trying to feed us plausible alternative truths and plausible alternative truths is just another word for lies. Yes. And, and one of the big yes. ones is about where we get our identity from. Right. And our identity comes from the fact that we are created in the image of God. If we have a relationship with him through Jesus Christ, that we are now sons and daughters of God. But so many times, especially when it comes uh, around the issue of sexuality in the culture that we live in, too often what the enemy wants us to believe is that our identity comes from our sexual desires or our sexual <laughs> bent. And so when we speak into this fact that Jesus wants something different for us and his desires are different, what we're going after is the very identity that has been taken on by a person. And that can be very, very jarring. But yet, again, it goes back to this idea of speaking the truth, not speaking the truth is not loving, but how do you do it with, with love? And just listen to you. I'm just personally grateful as a pastor, as someone who, who connects with people often on this same subjects that we're talking about today, that uh, there's so much focus on this. And so, so let's talk about the local church. If, if you're a local church, how can a local church partner with you? Does re regeneration do speaking engagements? How does that work? Great. Thank you for asking that, Brian. Um, regeneration is always available to the local church. Um, and we have done seminars and conferences. Uh, we've done some equipping things. We will go and talk to um, pastors and their staff about how are you addressing issues of, and particularly a lot of uh, churches have questions about how do I help someone who is walking with same sex attraction, but they want to submit those desires to the Lord. How do we do that? How do we help encourage them in their walk with the Lord? Uh, one of the other areas that we want to start doing some work in is how can we help pastoral staffs um, look at the issue of sexual integrity just amongst the staff and how can we get ahead of some of these issues, right? So often we will get people to come to us after something has happened, after mm -hmm. they found out that, oh, these two people who are married to someone else have been engaged in, in sexual relations with one another, or this pastor has been using pornography 
for the last 10 years. Um, and it, now it's been revealed. So we want to get ahead of those things. So we want the opportunity to help staff walk through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we will do these equipping seminars. Even later this month, we will be speaking at a local church and we're going to be talking to the young adults there about intimacy and desire from a biblical biblical perspective. Uh, so we are available and ready to partner and walk with uh, this local church. Yeah. Now, uh, I love that you hear that you come alongside and work local churches and help them. How do, how is you at Regeneration Ministries? How are you helped? I mean, are you are you funded through the generosity of donors through churches? How, if our listeners are now hearing this, can say, listen, I really love what's going on, especially what you just said that we're just as invested in preventative issues before it gets there as we are in reactive once they have happened. How could they get involved? What can they do? Again, thank you for that question. They can visit our website mm-hmm. at regenerationministries.org. They can click on the donate button because we are 100% donor supported. Okay. Um, and that is through individuals and churches. So if you love what you hear, we invite you uh, to, to go to our website and become a partner with us. And you can sign up for our communications and you can tailor the communications, the kind of communications you want to get. Mm-hmm. So you don't get just overwhelmed with a bunch of junk mail. Um, yeah. And yeah. we also ask you to partner with us in prayer. Um, this is tough work. And we ask that you pray for the people who come to us, that they will find a place of refuge and that you will pray for our staff, that they will continue to be uh, fortified and refreshed and renewed and revived to continue to do the work that God has called us to do. So in the last few minutes here, one of the things we often do in the show is we ask uh, our guests to speak to someone out there who needs encouragement. And so in this case, how would you encourage someone who who may be suffering in silence, maybe as a family member, maybe as someone who's actually going through the struggle? What, what would you want them to do? What would you say to them? I would say, first of all, know that there is hope and there is help. And yes, it is scary sometimes to reach out and ask and to even say some things out loud that you've never said before, but know that our staff is ready and available to walk with you in a loving and helpful way and that you will be able to share the depths of your heart without condemnation and you can experience the healing and the freedom and the wholeness that God wants for you. Well, Kyle, thank you. I mean, just from listening today, I feel comfortable saying I could send someone to you in, in the grace and the confidence that you give out not in yourself, but in Jesus Christ to make a difference. And so I'm assuming that if people wanted to talk to you via email or contact you, they could go to the regenerationministries.org website and find you. They can, they can do that. Or if they have questions specifically for me, I am more than happy to address those. And they can reach me at Kyle, K-Y-L-E at regenerationministries.org. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking about the power of the gospel. And thank you for talking about how, how Jesus cares, compassion and grace and wants mm-hmm. to bring truth and love into our lives, no matter the situation. And Dennis, that's something that we can all be reminded of all the time, uh, that that's how he wants to act and interact with us in our lives. Oh, amen, brother. God bless you. Um, Kyle, thanks again. Thank you so much for being with us, folks. Let me give you that information one more time. That's Regeneration Ministries. Dot org, regenerationministries.org, or you can reach Kyle at kyle at regenerationministries.org. 
Hey, you can also, if you want to listen to this again, and I would urge you to do so, go to goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com and look at our podcast page. Um, also, if you need information and you can't get it anywhere else, you could give me a call at the radio station, 703-807-2266. Folks, God bless you all. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we will see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of Good News for the City, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.